Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Now, you've probably heard of serial killers. You've also heard of serial entrepreneurs, I hope. Well, today I have with me a guest who's killing it in the business world, serial entrepreneur and experienced CEO, Richard Simtob. Thank you for joining me today. My pleasure, Zach. Happy to be on your show. Excellent. Now, you've had over 35 years of experience in business and um, operating as a CEO and owner. Um, currently, are in, invested in our owner in multiple businesses, including Goldfish Swim School, Fishing Dr Official Driving School of Michigan, Same Day Road Test, let's see, Creative World School, Zoop Specialty Products, um, and of course, SimTob, SimTob Management and Investment, which is the primary focus today with your son, 21-year-old, who is also killing it in the business world. So I don't know if I missed any in that list there. You had it really well. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, you know, a lot of people think of that term serial entrepreneur and they think, how can somebody do that? How can they even get started in starting a business and then move on to adding another business while they're still an owner of, of, a, of another business or multiple businesses? So kind of what, what got you started or how did you get your start in business and becoming a business owner and entrepreneur? Well, my, my first entree into business was in high school. I played music at parties and okay. we decided we should formalize it. And we registered yep. a corporation in Canada, called it the Music okay. Team DJs. And I went from a hobby to a business. Okay. And it was very, very fun. I loved every minute of it. I did it for four years until um, I finished high school. And we yep. got to a point where we bought equipment and had employees and we did up to three parties in a single night nice um, never made us a ton of money but it was yep. made some money but it was just so fun and then i oh, really yeah. rolled that in to just starting other businesses and realizing i had a knack for it i enjoyed it and it was always fun working with other people and giving other people's up other people opportunities yeah, absolutely now, has it always been easy along the way to get started and you know, the, the fruit of your labor has always been ripe and ready and fresh. No, um, definitely. I failed more than I've succeeded. Okay. And I've been fortunate enough that my losses have not exceeded my gains. Okay. So that's the way I am where I am today, but I've made a hell of a lot of mistakes too many yeah. for this show, but I learned from my mistakes. And the funny thing is, is you don't learn anything when you do things right. You're yeah. just like, oh, that worked. I don't know why, but when it didn't work, you can usually pinpoint why something didn't work and you can learn yeah. from that to not make that mistake again. Absolutely. Well, that makes sense. And can you give us a lesson uh, that you learned along the way through, through maybe some of those times when things didn't work? Well, I mean, the, an overarching lesson is to do what you know and what you yeah. love. Now, there was a period of time where I wanted to, I sold my franchise company. We were in the okay. cell phone business. It was called Wireless Toys. And I stayed on the board with the new investors for a while. And then I left and I'm like, yeah. I don't want retail. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to sell franchises. That's what I do. I award franchises to grow yep. a business. And I decided I was going to start an online company. And I didn't start one, but I started two. I started okay. one with a friend in the business of finding allergy friendly restaurants. And I started another website 
to help franchise brands find prospects for franchise leads called franchisesforsale.com. Okay. And I put a lot of money into both businesses for almost two years. And okay. I was just hemorrhaging cash and losing yeah. money. And I have friends, I have a very close mastermind group that I would give updates each month, how I was progressing these businesses. And yep. they were like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why are you still doing this? You're not making any money. I'm like, I had this greater vision. I'm like, this online business is going to be better than these other businesses I had. And they almost had to hit me with a baseball bat in the head and say, you got to stop because <laughs> you <laughs> right. you're yep. not gonna, you there's no end in sight here. And yep. it was the right decision. It was a hard decision, but I had to stop the bleeding. I had to go doing what I knew and what I loved and that's franchising yep. and growing businesses. And then I put all my focus and energy in that. And then I exploded. I, I okay. took all that years of experience and I can benefit from it. Absolutely. So, so you are, have become a, a franchise owner, but also a franchisor, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I started as a franchisee a couple of times in the, mm -hmm. when, in the home painting business, student painting business, yep. in the tinting window business, I was a franchisee. Then I became a franchisor in the books on tape business. And okay. then in the uh, cell phone business and in the real in the soup business. So okay. I became a franchisor and now I'm a franchisee in the swimming school business and in mm -hmm. the daycare center business. And then okay. the driving school is not a franchisee or a franchisor. We're independent. Okay. Yep. And, you know, I sort of missed being part of a franchise network, you know, to yep. run a business without other people doing exactly what you're doing in other parts of the country that you could benefit from really yep. sucks but we right. try to communicate and talk to people in the industry to know what they're doing but we yep. don't have a brand we don't have a, a national marketing plan we don't have anything like that yep well thankfully my daughter was also able to benefit from official driving school and is now level one licensed if that's what they still call it so yes appreciate that opportunity and offer for the online opportunity for those lessons as well but yeah, so in, in Zoop, you mentioned as a as a franchisor that that's one that I saw. I mean, we I live in Kalamazoo, just down the road in Portage. There's a location there. Great, yeah. great soup. Yeah, the soup was great. That location was great. I remember picking it out with the franchisee across from the mall, yep. and and we are really big in Grand Rapids. There's three locations in Grand Rapids. Uh, but in May of this year, uh, another restaurant uh, aggregator who had mm -hmm. a few other brands. Yep. One been being Salad Works, which is a great complimentary band to Zoop. Um, they bought the restaurant franchise business from us. Awesome. So Zoop now, um, the founder, CEO, runs the company every day, is in the soup business in the grocery stores. So we okay. have a chicken broth, we have the concentrate, and we have some ready-to-eat soups um, in okay. grocery store shelves all across Excellent. the country. Excellent. Excellent. Expanding, expanding the brand nationwide. That's yes. awesome. Love it. Now with having a lot going on, you can't solely operate everything yourself. Tell me how you're able to manage as an investor and owner in multiple businesses, especially specifically those you have ownership in and be able to continue to make those successful. Well, the key is people. Uh, every business runs by people and I don't run any of the businesses. I couldn't mm -hmm. run any of the businesses. It would be impossible. And I'm probably not the best qualified person to run any of them. 
So sure. we hire the best people. Uh, we create programs, incentives, and give them the autonomy and control that they want to really run with the business. And my role is more in, in setting up the infrastructure, obviously the financing and the capital and the negotiation. And then I get involved in the strategic direction of the company. Okay. And every business uh, that I'm actively involved with has a system called the EOS process, the Entrepreneur Operating System by Gino Wickman yep. and spelled out in the book called Traction. So each business has an annual planning meeting and has quarterly uh, full day meetings to keep the business on track and then weekly level 10 meetings. Some of them I'm involved in the level 10, some I'm not in the level 10 meeting, but every business has a scorecard. And we have a financial update meeting every month with each business. So I'm not involved at the level of the detail of running the business, but I help uh, the businesses in the best way I can. Yep, absolutely. So people, key key part of that is people and bringing in the right people. Like you said, you're not going to be the best in doing everything. So bringing in the best to do those things for you on your behalf and under your support and direction, it's absolutely key and essential. So yeah, no, that makes sense. And in regards to the entrepreneur operating system, the EOS that you mentioned, is that something that you just basically read the book and said, okay, we're going to put this in operation or did you get additional support consultation? So I was very fortunate. Um, when I became a part owner of Zoop in 2010, uh, Zoop had already been meeting with the, the author of the book and the founder of the system named Gino for 10 years. Okay. So yep. I was able to continue in their quarterly and annual planning meetings with Gino himself and see it firsthand in action at Zoop. Okay. So I, I learned from the man and then yeah. I was able to take that and that experience and take it to my other businesses and almost uh, try to speak like him and mm -hmm. run a meeting just like he does in my other businesses. Uh, yep. I have used, there's called implementers. They're people that implement the EOS system in business. Um, and there's individual implementers all around the country. There's hundreds of them. Um, okay. You can find one in any market and we have used an implementer. So I've had that experience too, of working with other implementers and seeing how they run the meeting differently. Okay. Absolutely. That, that support to be able to get it started, starting with the man himself, but then taking that example and carrying it forward in your other businesses and working with implementers along the way as needed. I think that. That's a great strategy. I think it's a good reminder too, to not just take everything on yourself and to try and make it work because you're not going to be as successful as if you worked with others along the way and experts in their respective fields. So, yeah. And sometimes you yeah. need someone with a different point of view looking in, yeah. right? We're on the inside. Yeah. Someone from the outside looks in and goes, why will you be doing the same thing <laughs> if you're still talking about the same problem six months later? Maybe right. you look at the problem in a different way. Right. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, I can, I can relate to that. Um, but I understand that, that having somebody else on the outside looking in can make a huge difference in what you're doing going forward. Now, today you are also in an owner in SimTop Management and Investment, as you'd mentioned, your son is the president of the company. And so can you talk to us a little bit about where your focus is with that business? Well, first of all, this is my son's business. And that pulled me Got in. Um, yep. <laughs> I wake up and say, I'm going to open up a real estate company. Yep. And best decision ever to partner up with my son. I 
find him to be incredibly brilliant and hardworking yeah. and he brings a lot to the table. So yeah. his vision was to help <clears throat> people that can't afford good places to live. Um, and there's markets in Lansing and Kalamazoo right now that we're serving, and I'm sure there'll be more markets that we serve in the future. I feel yeah. like we're just getting started. We've built processes and infrastructures and systems to really make the business run better. So it is scalable. So even though we're not a franchise, we think like a franchise person would, how do I make the system? So like the leasing representative comes to work today and knows exactly what they have mm -hmm. to do to have a productive day. We have scorecards to measure every part of our business on a weekly basis. Yep. And we have the right people in the right seats, you know, leading and driving the business. It's very exciting to see us. Uh, we're at 874 units. We're only in two yeah. cities. We self-manage everything. And we're in the middle of raising capital for our next deal. And it's doing really, awesome. really well. We have a ton of interest. And it was our largest raise to date. And yeah. we are onto something. We are really doing something special in the marketplace. The cities love us the agencies with the section eight agencies in lansing yep. find that we do better than any other landlord and most of them are slum lords how they treat their tenants and their properties sure so we're, we're we've got a special place and we're doing something really great yeah absolutely i've had that opportunity to speak with your son as well as you know and i also find him to be brilliant uh, really respect the work that he has started and that you came along came alongside to support and be a part of that journey as well and hope to have him on the show in the near future as well because i also think that his story would be beneficial for our listeners to hear so yeah you know a lot of people will say in regards to section 8 that you mentioned you know they'll stay away from section 8 housing but to be able to say no i'm going to help people and make him they provide them housing that is it allows them to use that section eight voucher but also is good quality place to live I, I love it i love what you guys are doing so keep up the good work there now i have a few other questions uh we'll actually focus on just one more question specifically i like to ask all my guests if you were to be given one million dollars today and this probably varies depending on the person and the businesses they're involved in but keeping it the same $1 million, no strings attached. What would you do with that today? I would be investing it all in multifamily uh, value-added real estate. There's okay. not a doubt. Uh, it's really an amazing way to create long-term wealth and short-term cash flow. Yep. Okay. Love it. I think that's great. Very straightforward. And that yeah. aligns with your focus now as well. So, well, great. I wanted to also include... I didn't mention this to, at the top of the show, but uh, Richard's also ran an Ironman triathlon, which if you don't know, involves, not, there's the shirt to prove it as well. Not only running a marathon, but you also have over a hundred mile bike ride and a 2.4 mile swim. Now, this is a man who is dedicated, not just in business, but in life as well. He's a husband, father of two adult children, and continuing to live life to its fullest as he pushes forward. So thank you again for joining us today, Richard. Now, if anybody did want to reach out to you to talk more about what you're doing at this present time, what you're involved in, maybe SimTop Management and Investment, what's the best way for them to reach you? That's to email me, Richard okay. at SimTob.com at S-I-M-T-O-B 
Dot-com is our domain. You can see our properties and what we're doing. And we're really okay. easy. My personal LinkedIn is richardsimtob.com. So if you go to my name, I just have it forwarded to my LinkedIn website, which has Excellent. my experience and people reach me through there. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you again for joining me today. Really appreciate the conversation. Look forward to seeing what you have in store for your future. Thank you. All right. Take care. Take care.